0: List of good days there podcast pals, welcome back to Discontent Provider and to the happy place. A nook so secluded and sheltered by trees, foliage and by a fucking great concrete tunnel that Arkham and I feel reasonably confident that uh, when here we are undetectable to even the most sophisticated and determined Chinese spy balloon. Not that I expect we're of all that much interest to the Chinese Communist Party. We have so few secrets, he and I. Uh, I mean to say there there was a time when I began to feel that my mastery of the part science part art form that is home brewing might qualify me as somebody at risk of being bundled into an SUV with tinted windows and taken to a black site to work on some ghastly and nefarious chemical engineering project uh, but believe me the uh, particularly foul triple hopped IPA I have on top at the moment disabused me of that notion pretty dashed quickly I don't mind telling you of course it Could be weaponised, but uh, as I made it by accident, I doubt that I'd be of much use to them. Mind you, if they want to send a crack team of spy ninjas to purloin the barrel from our outside Kazi, I wouldn't stop them. Truth be told, I'm not sure I'll ever want to use that keg again, or even get too near to the bloody thing for that matter. Quite revolting, it really is. A, a, A rare lapse. However, you didn't download this simply to hear my woes, did you? The suffering and angst of a cockeyed folky... ...however charismatic and well-preserved, considering that the 50s are well underway... ...are of little fascination to anyone. Frankly, I have trouble keeping awake during it all myself. No, it's the uh, suffering and angst of the world. Horror on a global scale that you're all us for, is it not? Fortunately, our grim old globe has not disappointed on that score. Did, Did anyone doubt that it ever could? And there are, as ever, matters to attend to. The big deal you will scarcely be surprised to hear is the ongoing saga of Chinese spy balloons and other objects. I picked this from the stinking cauldron of misery this week because, uh, well, it is potentially the beginning of a story that could well culminate in a thermonuclear conflict that will eradicate all life save for those of the cockroaches. It's, uh, well, well, it's rather cool, eh, what? At least it's rather cool for a story that might well culminate in the eradication of all life save for those of the cock at any rate. Now I'm not saying that the ratcheting up of international tensions is all that groovy by no means. Those that know me, and by all means newcomers to this audio phenomenon, you should include yourselves in that category as well. As in all honesty there isn't a good deal more to me than having the world's greatest lurcher and being an indifferent rhythm guitar player. Yeah, anyone who knows me would tell me that I do rather incline to the morbid and pessimistic. But I can't see this being the thing that in and of itself breaks the camel's back with a surgical nuclear strike. It's just the same old spy game shite with which we've been troubled for, well, centuries really. Admittedly, it's a bit of a twist the twist being that it's a ham-fisted and weirdly retro technique for these days of billion-dollar satellites and ovens that you can turn on from your portable telephone. But while the methods change, the story remains the same. We've caught you out at it! No, you fucking well haven't! Oh, we fucking well have! Yeah, well, you do it as well, don't you? And so it goes. As predictable and wearisome as one of those couples that insist on having a huge row at a family gathering. All right. The US Secretary of State may have cancelled an upcoming visit to Beijing for now, but it's only a matter of time before the Chinese and the American governments are having loud make-up sex in the spare room where the coats are kept. Yeah. By the way, in order to placate both litigiously inclined politicians and those of you who don't need really to be troubled with the images of elderly, mixed-race, elitist couples locked in uh, carnal frenzy, that was a metaphor But if I'd have said experiencing a slight thaw in trade relations or enjoying a cultural exchange, I wouldn't have piqued your interest to the extent that I imagine I did. Besides, there are bigger and altogether odder things afoot than the petty intrigues of global superpowers. Though it seems undisputable that the colossal balloon shot down over South Carolina was of Chinese origin, a weather balloon that got away from them apparently, Three more, and on the face of it, far more baffling objects have been spotted above the USA. As I understand it, all three of them have been brought down. There was a car-sized thingy, a cylindrical what's-it, and an octagonal doohickey. Excuse my technological turn of phrase, incidentally. I once came dangerously close to opening a Tom Clancy book. None of these three gadgets are believed to have been from China, and were shot down simply due to an abundance of caution caused by a potential risk to commercial air travel security, etc. In fact, the US government have stated that these UFOs, that's right, I said it, could be balloons that were simply tied to commercial or research entities and therefore benign. Well, they obviously weren't tied to them very securely. Ha ha, little pun there, play on words. That being said, no agency or uh, company, civilian or otherwise, have claimed ownership of them. Now, that's a touch rum, ain't it? You see, I've never lashed out on a weather balloon or similar device myself, but I dare say that they would set one back a pretty penny, and if one had bought one, and it was shot down by a sidewinder missile, one might feel the need to, at the very least, broach the subject with Uncle Sam. The fact that nobody has, of course, has sent those with an extraterrestrial view of things into a bit of a tizzy, and one can certainly see why. The fact that a White House press aide felt the need to offer a flip, but nonetheless emphatic denial that there was anything otherworldly about these objects must give the most sceptical pause, I reckon. Especially as it was not long after NORAD commander General Glenn Van Herk told reporters that he wouldn't rule out the possibility. Or any other for that matter. Now, clearly, that's uh, hardly the sort of ringing declaration one might hear from that chap with the big hair off of ancient aliens, but even so, I shouldn't think that many top whack generals are overburdened with imagination and reckless fancies. What else is there to do but keep watching the skies and keep our minds open? Well, open, mark you, not vacant. These speculations aside, however, The spy balloon stroke UFO stuff has left me with two distinct impressions. One of them's rather sad. Firstly, the business of espionage has certainly gone downhill of late, has it not? You know, since the golden age of the Cold War. Blokes swapping identical briefcases in park benches. Phone tapping. Co-opted foreign nationals infiltrating secure areas and photographing stuff in the bins. It's, It's all just... Chatbots trolling social media and hot air balloons dangling planks with gadgets nailed to them now. A sad day for those of us with a fondness for tradecraft, for the world of lab lighters, false moustaches and the Ipcrest file. What happened to Nuance? When did you last hear about a well-planned honey trap operation wherein a potential, I don't know, US president was compromised by a piss and prostitute party? Well exactly, you didn't hear about it because it didn't happen. Okay. Secondly, the balloon business didn't half give a lot of ammunition to those dreary boomer types with an axe to grind against Sam Smith. You probably saw the same incredibly witty memes I saw arising from that odd inflatable attire at the uh, Brit Awards. Hysterical, inventive stuff all round, accompanied by much merry banter about how someone ought to shoot him sick down. Before we progress, I should point out that I have no time for Sam Smith. And furthermore, I shudder to think of which infernal vat of mediocrity from which they dredge their duff, middle-of-the-road, ballad-heavy tripe. But come on, cats and kittens. Celebrities turning up at red carpets looking weird and or edgy is nothing to get worked up about. I'll tell you this... When Discontent Provider is nominated for a slew of gongs at the next International Podcast Awards Gala, you won't see me turning up to the do at Swanage's swankiest travel lodge in my gardening trousers. Also, quite apart from the fact that deliberately misgendering somebody makes you look a bit of a dick when all's said and done, what does the 15th dimwit posting the same shitty meme on a social media thread think that they'll accomplish that the previous 14 dimwits haven't? There's no getting away from it. Some people just like being unpleasant and narrow-minded. Well, fair enough. I can live with that if I must. But in the name of all that's holy, can't they be unpleasant and narrow-minded with a touch of originality? Can't they bring a modicum of flair and a land to their idiocy? You know, now I think I rather doubt they can. Well, short of making almost exactly the same point about those commenting upon the imminent departure of Nicola Sturgeon from Scottish politics, oh, you think she looks like Jimmy Cranky, do you? How intriguing. Do tell me more. It's spelt with a K, by the way, for fuck's sake. I think that will about do us for now. Until we reconvene, then, I was the Silver Fox, Arkham was the Black and White Dog, and should you feel the need to offer a pity pithy critique or even a pity critique of these garbled dispatches you can do so at discontentprovider at gmx.co.uk get in touch with us why not or you could leave us a flattering review at whichever podcast provider is your first port of call for audible adequacy remember all expressions used herein are my own and should be used for entertainment purposes only and all facts quotes etc are culled from respectable media outlets now here's the song at the end Cheerio.
1: to wax nostalgic, but I rather miss the time When spying was more than just balloons and cybercrime Ingenious practitioners on both sides of the wall Use subtle schemes to bring about their rivals fall Dead letter drops and secret meetings in parks Wetwork teams in scuba gear disguised as sharks Moles and complex codes were how they fought the Cold War You can bet your bottom Ruble George ain't smiley anymore (coughs) Anacrodots in Bibles hiding missile-based plans Call signs and counter signs, who was the fifth man? Exchanges of prisoners under checkpoint Charlie's lights Clandestine assassinations written up as street fights Shortwave radios hidden under trap doors Shady operators playing both sides to earn more Defections cleverly and seamlessly arranged You can bet your bottom Ruble George ain't smiley since times changed The skies over Moscow are at their best in spring The winter's here, remind me of Beijing Autumn in London's always beautiful The swallows have returned to Istanbul play their trade pretty much in plain sight. Novichok gets chucked around like custard in a pie fight. Nerds trained on Xbox fly surveillance drones, or pump disinformation into burner phones. Agents used to know that they could wind up dead, now they sit at home posting lies on Facebook threads. Poisoned umbrella tips have vanished in the haze. You can bet your bottom ruble, George ain't smiley these days.